We've got traffic delays and dysregulated nervous systems galore for this Mercury retrograde that has already begun, and this episode is going to serve as everything you need to know and be aware of, be on the lookout for yoga practices and journal prompts for this Mercury retrograde that goes from December 13th, 2023, all the way through New Year's Day of 2024. So in a moment, I will tell you all the important dates and details, what signs Mercury is retrograding through, what nakshatras, um, and what that all means in your life and what to do about it. But first, I would like to extend you a warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer and a yoga teacher, almost yoga therapist. I say this every time. It's weird. Technically, I can't say I'm a yoga therapist yet because I don't, I guess I can. I just don't have the CIAYT certification that I will have soon. I'm in the portion of my training where I've completed all the training. I'm just getting in all of the documentation for all of the practicum clients. It's like 150 hours or something. And I think I've got like 50 of those hours. So yeah, so here we are. But I I just bring that up because I'm in the technicalities of like, can I say that I'm a yoga therapist before I have the certification? I'm already seeing clients in that capacity um, and have been for a little while now. But the important point of why I bring it up is the difference between yoga therapy and maybe like a group class, a group yoga class, or even a private one-on-one private yoga is the whole point of this big training I've been doing for the last four years I've been at this is um, taking the wisdom of yoga that we know is so vast and so deep and there's so much there and helping people apply it in practical ways in their life. And so that's what I do. So that trickles over into this podcast and that is one of my major goals for this podcast is to teach you about Vedic astrology and how to use the therapeutic wisdom of yoga to get more out of applying this to your life. So that's what we're doing here. That's what yogi scopes are, yoga practices for the astrological weather with a therapeutic lens, with a lens of um, how can we look at things that you're experiencing or have experienced throughout your life and apply the wisdom of yoga and Vedic astrology because it's related to yoga to move you towards your most healed, most intentional uh, self that will carry you to your goals. So that's what we're doing here. Welcome. It's Mercury retrograde. I personally love Mercury retrograde. There are things that I don't love about it. Like yesterday, I personally was just, my computer has been really slow and I have like a nice computer, y'all. Like my mom gave me this laptop. It's like a brand new MacBook as a graduation present when I graduated from college. And it's like my, you know, it's how I run this business is this MacBook, you know, it can handle all the podcast recording and things that I'm doing. And for once I'm actually, so I can see I'm recording this and my recording software, the video keeps freezing and it's not, so hopefully it comes out. Okay. I'm just going to send it either way because that's how I roll. But, um, that's just one example of, That never happens, but it's happening right now because of Mercury retrograde. And I have been doing stuff to mitigate that. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about here on the podcast today is like how you can mitigate that if you're experiencing 
tech challenges, travel delays. That's those are some of the main themes of especially this Mercury retrograde. Um, and then the other, I guess, big major theme that I'd like you to be on the lookout for is a is nervous system dysregulation, especially as it relates to emotions. So notice how your emotions are impacting your nervous system. And by way of like what you'll specifically pay attention to is your breath and your heart rate. If you can sense those things. So we'll talk about it more in a minute. Um, like what to pay attention to, how to pay attention to it, what to do about it. Um, but let's talk about it. This Mercury retrograde is moving through Sagittarius, which is all about... Just in a few words, Sagittarius is about philosophy, higher education, and travel. So um, that's why travel is... Mercury retrograde always causes travel delays, FYI. Um, but I think this one's going to be even more so. And I actually have a little story about that. And I live in the Asheville area of North Carolina, United States. I live in the mountains of Western North Carolina. It's on the East coast. If you're not familiar with the U S um, it's like the oldest, one of the oldest mountain ranges in the world. Maybe um, it's definitely the oldest one in the U S. So it always catches this flack because they're smaller than the Rockies. The Rockies are a bigger mountain range over there in Colorado and on the West coast. Um, but the Appalachian mountains are old. Anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Um, last night, a, plane had to make an emergency landing on the highway thanks to whatever president, I don't know, Eisenhower or somebody that made that a thing. That's still useful. Um, and I wouldn't be bringing this up if everybody wasn't okay. Everybody's fine. Nobody got hurt. They didn't like hit a car or anything. The, the passengers of the plane, it was only two people. It wasn't like a big commercial plane or anything. It was a small private plane. And everybody's fine. Everybody walked away. Um, but it had to make an emergency landing on the highway. And in doing so, I guess they hit a power line, like a big power line on the way down. And um, put like 3,000 people without power here in Asheville last night. This is last night. It was like December 14th. Um, I think it's already going viral on TikTok. I saw one somebody shared in a local Facebook group. And this morning, I was getting on the same highway, actually about 30 miles away from where that happened, um, kind of on the other side of Asheville from where that happened. And they, on the signs that they have on the highway, there was a sign saying that it, the road was still closed and there's a detour. And that section of road around here has a nickname, which is called Malfunction Junction, because it just... We're in the mountains. That's why I brought that up. Like the roads here don't really make sense because they're having to work around mountains. And so they don't really make sense anyway, like in a general sense. And it's a very touristy area. Um, and so they, this plane had to land on the highway. Everybody's fine, but it put a lot of people without power. I think I, as, as far as I know, it's like on its way to being fixed, but the road is still closed. And that area of road is already, even when it's not closed, even when there's not a detour around it, it is just horrible traffic there in general. It's a touristy area. We're, we're actually not really in our peak tourist season right now. Um, but anyway, it's just, it's going to be worse. And we're at the holiday season, so people are traveling anyway. That's actually not true. So it's actually down near the Biltmore, the Biltmore Estate, and that's the only kind of part of Asheville that still gets really busy 
at this time of year. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was like, I was like, wow, what a Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius thing to happen. Um, like I mentioned on the December Outlook episode, it's one of those things where like, I don't know where those people in the, that plane were flying, but it definitely took them longer to get there. And that's kind of what I mentioned was it's usually going to be okay. Like they walked away from it. Right. Um, and everybody was fine, but that definitely put a delay in their plans. And likewise with anybody who's trying to drive anywhere on interstate 26 through Asheville, because that's the thing, that section of road that's closed, um, it already sometimes would back up to where I was talking about where I saw the sign. That's why they have that sign. Um, that's like 30 miles away because that's how bad the traffic normally is. And it's only going to be worse because they detoured it to this, you know, road that has a lot of stoplights and it has its own traffic. So that's just, I bring all that up because it's a perfect example of what I mean when I say it's going to take you longer to get places while Mercury's retrograde in Sagittarius. Expect delays in your travel plans because let's talk about astrologically why now that you have this very vivid picture painted in your head of like what's happening. Um, I'm not saying I, maybe I shouldn't have brought all that up. Like I'm not saying if you have to fly somewhere for the holidays that your plane's going to crash. We have Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius like often, frequently it happens. I think it happened last year. Um, I'm just saying like, you know, expect delays, expect, um, things to be slower. Expect there to be like, if you booked a f holiday flight and, uh, you, it's not the time to have a tight layover, right? It's not the time to, um, be cutting it close because you might miss, you know, that would be the kind of Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius because Mercury is communication. Like that's what we mostly know Mercury retrograde as. Like, uh, I feel like the people on the internet are always like talking about the communication breakdown portion of Mercury retrograde. And that is a big piece of it always, but the, the extra little flavors are going to change based on what sign it's happening in, etc. And so this one, um, in Sagittarius, like I mentioned, Sagittarius is all about higher education, travel, and, um, like philosophy. So, um, kind of like doing what's right, you know, that kind of thing. And so Mercury, that's, that's the energy of Sagittarius and Mercury is communication. Yes, but it is also, um, it's the pathways of communication, if that makes sense. Like in medical astrology, Mercury is your nervous system. It is. And so that's why I'm saying nervous system regulation is going to be really important for this time while Mercury's retrograde, because in general, Mercury is the nervous system. It's like your brain, your CNS, right? Central nervous system, PNS, peripheral nervous system. And that is the, this, I feel like in the yoga world or in the spiritual world, whatever, the nervous system gets a lot of hype and talk about it. And so you have your central nervous system, your peripheral nervous system, and this nervous system that I'm talking about is the actual like physical nerves, like, um, like the, the things that, that send messages from your brain out into your body. That's your, 
peripheral nervous system and your peripheral nervous system also takes the sensory information back to your brain. It's the information highway, right? That's the nervous system talk the and then there's the that's the like physical nervous system, right? And then there's the autonomic nervous system, which includes the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems, which are what you always hear about in the yoga world, right? And so those things are there it's all your nervous system, right? Um, but I'm not only talking about the whole rest and digest versus um, fight or flight, which is the autonomic nervous system. Fight or flight is the sympathetic, rest and digest is the parasympathetic. And so I'm talking about Mercury more like rules over that central nervous system, peripheral nervous system. I hope that makes sense. And so um, we'll talk more about what it means. So I think that's also like what's behind a lot of um, like the polyvagal theory because your vagus nerve is, it's a nerve. It's part of your, um, the, the central peripheral nervous system. It's like the link. It's the main link nerve between your central nervous system, which is your brain and your brain stem. Um, and I think your spinal cord actually also counts as part of your central nervous system, but I could be wrong about that. It's been, been a while, um, since I took that anatomy class in school. And as it turns out, it doesn't really matter that much for my purposes. I'm glad there are people out there that are really particular about it and that know the difference. But for me, it doesn't, doesn't really make a difference, um, in my everyday life, whether the brain is technically peripheral or central nervous system. So anyway, um, the whole idea is that there, the vagus nerve is basically the link between your brain and your body on that information highway, right? That is your nervous system. And so with that, Mercury also rules over information systems like in your computer, right? So like your databases, your, um, like the actual files of your computer, the storage systems in your computer. Um, that's why I'm like, I'm experiencing my computer is running a lot slower. So I'm doing things like organizing files, deleting stuff, um, clearing caches and, and whatever to try and help my computer run more quickly, more quickly and more smoothly. Right. And, um, then highways. So I mentioned this on the December outlook episode when I mentioned that Mercury would be going retrograde that, um, it doesn't affect necessarily, um, it affects the, the, the information system, which is the highway. So like I mentioned, the information highway is like your central nervous system and your peripheral nervous system. It's the information highways of your body. Likewise, um, it's like there might be a type typo in your email or something, um, or yesterday, here's a good example. Um, yesterday I was trying to sign into something and it was one of those things that has two factor authentication and I had to get a code to my cell phone, like a text message code. And it was like, I kept clicking, I didn't get the code. So I clicked resend code and it literally said, I've never seen this before. It said, um, cannot send code. And I was like, what? And I tried and I tried and I even, I finally got it to work because I had it call me. And it also said, cannot make phone call, but my phone rang anyway. And I was able to get the code that way. So I was able to get signed in. So that's just another good example of like what's going on here. 
But then like two hours later, I got like 20 text messages for every time I had clicked um, resend code, resend code. You know, I was just clicking it over and over again. I was like, come on, what do you mean you can't send the code? Like, I've never seen that before. And so that's exactly the energy I'm talking about is um, I still got signed in, but it took me longer and it was a little bit frustrating. And so in those moments, and I still got the text messages eventually, like way later, you know, it was like two hours later, I was already moved on to something else. And I was like, why are these text messages coming through now? So anyway, um, I still got signed in. Like I still got there. It just took longer. And I got a little bit like, why? You know what I mean? In the meantime. So that's the whole idea. I'm like, if you experience it, if you experience a travel delay, if you experience a tech glitch, just know you're going to get there. It's going to be okay. And the main practice for this Mercury retrograde is to try to regulate your nervous system when you're in the face of those traffic jams on the highway or um, delays in the airport. If you're flying somewhere and you're, I don't know, maybe it takes longer to get through security or you have a gate change or something and, and you have to like, I don't know, hop over to a whole different terminal, like that kind of stuff but you're still going to eventually get to your flight. And even if you miss a connection or something, you will get there. It just might take longer. And so the task that you have, the only task that you have amidst all this is to try to take a deep breath and stay grounded and stay regulated despite the tech saying it can't send you the code or like, I don't know, this was like a time sensitive thing. I had to, I run payroll for, my husband's business. And I also have like yoga therapy clients. So I'm like fitting it in between, um, you know, my office hours that I have in the 100 healer circle and, um, yoga therapy clients I see on Thursday afternoon. So it's just one of those things. And I was like, I was like, this is time sensitive. Like I've got to get this done before I have my next meeting. It was like one of those things, you know? And so, I knew because I had already planned this episode and I just hadn't recorded it yet. I was like, this is Mercury retrograde. And all I can do is just try to stay, stay regulated and not let it um, send me spinning, spiraling, right? And getting mad and letting it affect the whole rest of my day, right? That's the task. And so that is coming in because so that's what all the things I explained about the tech or in the, um, so tech in general, is Mercury. The travel is also Mercury because Mercury rules over things like the highways and stuff. Think information highways. So that's why it's your nervous system. That's why it's like the literal actual highways. Um, and it also rules. So Sagittarius, that's Mercury in general, Mercury retrograde in general. And then Sagittarius also brings in those themes of travel. And then Mercury will then retrograde through Scorpio towards the end. So seems like a good time to say the dates. I usually try to say that first off, but I was just excited to tell you about the examples that I have. Um, so Mercury went retrograde on December 13th at 12:48 AM. That's the moment that Mercury stationed retrograde, which means it stopped moving forward. It wasn't quite moving backwards yet, but it stopped moving forward. And so that's the whole thing. From our perspective, this is what a retrograde is. It's from our perspective on Earth. The planet looks like it's moving forward and then it stops. It doesn't look like it's getting away from us 
anymore and then it starts moving backwards and then the same thing happens it will station direct where it doesn't appear to be moving backwards anymore but it's not appearing to be moving forwards yet and so the best example of that of um of of how that works is if you've ever been next to a car on the highway and let's say you're going different speeds um and you're about to pass this car and for a while it looks like the car is also moving forwards ahead of you but then slowly slowly you catch up to that car or the planet right and for a moment you're like next to each other um and then it you start past it you overtake the car or the planet and it looks like that car is moving backwards but then maybe you go around a turn or something and now that planet is catching up to you and so it starts to look like it's moving forward again if that makes sense after you get past it um, so that's kind of what's happening with the planets um, at least from our perspective so um, yeah so the moment mercury stations retrograde was wednesday mercury's day december 13th at around midnight eastern time and on December 28th, at around midnight again, 12.25 a.m. Eastern Time, is when Mercury moves back to Scorpio. And then on January 1st is when, and I actually didn't write down that time, whoops, is when Mercury will move direct. And so this is another one of those things. I don't want you to get too hung up on it because I don't think it really matters that, um, it's like, well, do you consider the time that Mercury stations the time when it goes direct? Or do you consider the time when Mercury starts moving forward again? I consider the station time, personally. Um, but that's, it's up to you what you, think, what you think makes more sense. I'm not here to make that decision for you. I would rather you just feel what it feels like in your life and decide, right? Um... But what I do think is, is kind of more important is that the themes that are brought up by this Mercury retrograde will sort of be working themselves out as long as Mercury is moving through the portion of the sky that it retrogrades through. So that's what a shadow period is made up of, if that makes sense. And I'll kind of say that again. So um, Mercury stations retrograde, stops moving forward in... Sagittarius, 14 degrees of Sagittarius um, in Purvashada Nakshatra, and then we'll move backwards all the way into Scorpio to 27 degrees, 59 minutes, so basically like 28 degrees of Scorpio, um, and then that's the degree where Mercury stations direct, so Mercury won't move backwards anymore past that, and then It'll be station direct for like a few hours. It's not long. Um, and then we'll start moving forward past that. But now when Mercury's moving forward, it has to like retrace its steps basically through the area of sky that it just retrograded through. So that's the shadow period is all the way until Mercury gets past where it began its retrograde. So all the way until Mercury gets back to that 14 degrees and 17 minutes of Sagittarius, which happens on January 20th. So that's why I'm like, I don't think it really matters exactly what time 
Mercury, the difference between when it stations versus actually starts moving forward again, because the same themes are going to be brought up. Um, you might still be dealing with the fallout, if you will, through that January 20th. And you might have noticed before December 13th that your tech glitches and stuff already started. And that's the pre-shadow period. So when Mercury moved to basically that 28 degrees of Scorpio, which happened on November 24th. And so I don't know about you, but I definitely was noticing those tech glitches and traffic jams and stuff affecting my day. So there's always traffic, right? But it doesn't always affect your day, if that makes sense. There's always tech glitches, but it doesn't always um, slow you down as it does when, like, I don't know, I experience tech glitches a lot, but not so much where I'm like actually stressed about getting a task done on time. Like I actually try not to plan my life where I have to be stressed about that, you know? Um, so like, it's not normal for me to be like, Oh, come on. I got to get logged in before I have my next meeting. Like that's not how I live my life. You know, I, and, and it's okay if, if you are in a place where you are running from task to task like that, but I try not to build my life that way. Personally, I try to give myself time in between stuff on a regular basis. And so it's like, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I do think during this Mercury retrograde, you will experience um, more of that where you might be cutting it close time-wise for your tasks that involve tech or maybe for your travel. And so if I didn't make it clear enough already, just to recap, the overall energies are perhaps travel delays, perhaps rethinking or reorganizing your approach to higher education, and especially just towards the end, um, noticing how your emotions are impacting your nervous system. I suspect around that December 28th, um, through the first few days of January, as Mercury is moving through Scorpio for the, the last little bit of the retrograde, and then just it's a very short time because Mercury is only retrograding a couple degrees into Scorpio. Um, so it's just, it's only a few days before Mercury will be back into Sagittarius. But during that time, just be extra careful, extra on point about your emotional regulation, because that's what Scorpio is just kind of all about your emotions and your your psyche. So, um, that will be a good time in those last few days of December, first few days of January to pay attention to how your emotions and your nervous system are related. And if you want more support and more resources around that, I would highly recommend you tune back into the new moon in Scorpio episode, or if you are a member of the 100 healers circle, um, you can, see that new moon practice that's attached to the new moon sign by sign in your members area. And so just a quick note about that. If you want to join, I closed it. I closed signups just before Thanksgiving here in the U S so mid November, I closed the signups and I have not reopened them because I've been, um, kind of just figuring out how to, serve them the current members because I grandfathered them in I told I said everybody that signs up by this deadline when I close it will be grandfathered in to the new highest tier which includes yoga therapy with me and I got so many signups that I'm like all right I just we're gonna do these yoga therapy sessions with people who are in the membership now and I will reopen when their sessions are complete it's six weeks in a row 
of yoga therapy one-on-one sessions with me. Um, so I am not reopening all of the tiers. So there was another chance to join the lowest tier, which is um, just the sign-by-signs, really, um, and some other stuff, but mainly just the sign-by-signs um, that was available during the Black Friday sale. Anyway, I did not reopen because I'm like, we're just going to get these yoga therapy sessions out of the way before I consider adding anything more to my plate. But if you want to join the 100 Healers Circle, so just the, the regular membership that has existed for a long time, to join us in the Mercury Retrograde Challenge, you can do so if you go to yogiscopes.com challenge. And the exciting part is the person who is most engaged in the challenge. And so you get points for marking the challenge complete each day, which is basically the challenge is to meditate every day because that's going to be, you'll hear in the yoga practices portion, that's the main yoga practice for this Mercury retrograde is to rekindle your meditation practice by meditating every day and incorporating that mindfulness when you, um, like, what do you mean you can't send me a code or when, you know, that kind of thing. Or, um, instead of spiraling and getting upregulated, you just say, it's Mercury retrograde. It's okay. Like that kind of thing is what the challenge is about, what the yoga practices are about for this Mercury retrograde. And the challenge is just to keep you on track with that. I run one every Mercury retrograde. I always raffle off a gift for the person who is most engaged. And this time it is a spot in the, um, astrology for yogis course, or potentially because, um, if you want to join, maybe you're not interested in becoming a Vedic astrologer just yet. Um, you could also win yoga therapy, but I, for everybody currently in the membership, they all have access to that yoga therapy anyway. So if you want to join and you want to win either one, just join the challenge and complete it every day. And you have a really good chance of winning, um, and just be really engaged in the community. And so it's a good time for reorganizing your goals that serve the higher good of humanity. So that's that, um, Giesta piece, if you want to listen back to that um, New Moon and Giesta episode immediately before this one to hear more just astrologically why, but also Sagittarius is very much about that philosophy, that that greater good, that like what are you doing that matters to the, to like the right thing, to what's philosophical and just, right? And Mercury Retrograde is all about reorganizing, revamping, uh, reinvigorating, and so maybe you reorganize your approach to how you're going to serve the, the greater good. What goals do you have um, that are philosophical and just? And um, maybe even what's your biggest life adventure and how are you going to approach that? And could you stand to reorganize your tasks, your schedule, your approach, whatever, to that? And then it's also a good time for decluttering your mind, your schedule, your tech right? You know, organizing your databases and your file folders and whatever your Google Drive, I don't know, um, just decluttering in that way. It's also a good time for giving yourself extra time to get places. Like I've mentioned several times in this episode, if you are booking a holiday flight, it's probably too late if you booked it months ago, but this is why you should pay attention to astrology on a longer term. Get the Yogi Scopes Planner so you know about it next year. Um, because it's got weekly pages where you can be like, oh, I'm going to book a flight for that week. I'm going to look and see what the themes are that week because it's written in there for the entire year, all 52 or three weeks of it. Um, so yeah, and 
it's also a good time for leading by example. So that's a very Sagittarius thing. It's not just, you're not just philosophizing and saying, well, this is the way I think things should be. You are putting your money where your mouth is and being the change that you wish to see in the world. Mer this Mercury retrograde is a good time to practice that and uh, reinvigorate or reorganize your approach to showing up in that way. Leading by example, what change do you want to see in the world and how can you be that person? And it's also a good time for examining how your emotions drive your behavior and how that relates to your goals. And if you want more support on that, please listen back to that Scorpio New Moon episode right before this one or do the practice in the membership portal. It's a bad time for aggressive confrontation. So that is in your communication with anybody, but especially just be nice to the retail workers, to the, the, the ticket agent at the airport. It's not their fault that your flight got delayed or whatever. Like they're not the, the air traffic controller or what, you know what I mean? Like just, just, uh, be nice to the people that you know, to your family members, especially, I don't know if you're hanging out with your family around new year's and that Mercury's retrograding through Scorpio, especially then be on the lookout for that aggressive communication. Um, but it's coming up before that as Mercury's retrograding through Sagittarius. So that, in my mind, especially relates to travel or, or people who have different beliefs than you. Uh, just be kind and be on the lookout for that aggressiveness. And if you experiencing experience it coming from somebody else, that's when you tap into that, your own nervous system regulation because it can be dysregulating if you experience that um, and all you have available to you is your own nervous system regulation. So that's why that's extra important. So your yoga practices for this Mercury retrograde are meditate daily. If you can, if you aren't already doing that, Mercury retrograde is the best time, the most important time to ground yourself into that daily meditation practice. And so it also, it doesn't have to be that you're sitting on a cushion for 30 minutes every day. That's the kind of stuff we work through in the challenge too, is like, if that's unrealistic for you, if you're not sticking to that, then, um, how can we find a way for you to, um, work meditation and mindfulness into your life otherwise, right? And then it's all, all other yoga practices for Mercury retrograde are take a deep breath. When you experience a travel delay, when you experience a tech glitch, when you, um, want to aggressively confront somebody, can you just practice the pause, practice that taking a deep breath, extending your exhale. I tell my three-year-old, or he's four now, excuse me, my four-year-old to um, blow, like he's blowing bubbles. I tell him to just blow out. So you can do that. You can extend your exhales, take a deep breath when you want to go off on somebody, when you get mad because you are in a traffic jam or a flight delay or like, what do you mean you can't send me a login code? Why couldn't you send me a login code? I have service. I have Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Um, so, and then it's also just how can you regulate your nervous system with your yoga practice? And I will say something about that. It's a little bit late in the episode, but Another tangent, another spiel, another soapbox of mine is that 
Um, I don't know that necessarily, like I'm all for restorative yoga and yin yoga, but I feel like in the therapeutic circles that I find myself running in as a now budding yoga therapist, there is this like look down upon vinyasa or power yoga because it it lends itself less well to therapeutic practices in a lot of cases. But I will say, especially if you work a desk job and you are mostly able-bodied, like whatever, uh, or even if you're not, even if you're in a wheelchair or something, maybe you can't do an actual vinyasa practice, but there is something to be said for getting your heart rate up and being in that practice of bringing your heart rate down. That's actually a lot of the magic that's behind a, behind like exercise is that heart rate variability. So it's good for you. It's good for you to get your heart rate up and be with the practice of bringing it back down, right? Um, that's regulating your nervous system. Regulating your nervous system system doesn't mean always keeping your heart rate down. It means um, having good heart rate variability and, and being able to bring your heart rate down. It doesn't mean avoiding your heart rate going up. It means being really skilled at bringing it back down. And that comes from in safe situations like a vinyasa yoga practice, getting your heart rate up. So there's nuance to that. And I hope you don't actually why I started a podcast because I was hoping not to be taking out of context. Um, but anyway, it's not bad to get your heart rate up. It's actually a good practice to bring it back down in safe situations. So you're better at it, at bringing it down when you're in an unsafe situation. And also in your yoga practice, still tapping into that water element, that fluidity, that power, right? Um, the fluidity and power of water. And so that's what in the Scorpio new moon practice. We tapped into that a little bit in a very gentle sense. And your journal prompts for this Mercury retrograde are one, what's my North star? Um, we talked about that a little bit on the Scorpio new moon episode, but, um, you'll definitely want to make sure you have that set, uh, before really thinking about this, um, this, Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius. And also before setting your goals for the new year, you want to have that North star, that guiding light that we talked about on the Scorpio new moon episode. So what is your guiding light or your guiding principle and how can you reorganize your approach to life, your schedule, your habits, your tech, whatever, to make more mental space for serving that guiding principle. And so you can't do that. You can't consider that how you're going to reorganize your approach until you know for sure what that guiding principle is. And so if you need more support there, tap back into that um, new moon and Scorpio episode and practices you have available to you. And I just want to leave you on a final note to remind you to take a deep breath as often as possible during this next few weeks that Mercury is retrograde. And... Join us in the challenge if you want to win a spot in the Astrology for Yogis course that will be enrolling in mid-January. We will start towards the end of January. Um, more on that coming soon. So in the meantime, please remember to keep your feet on the ground, your head in the stars, and stay in the light. Until next time, friends, take good care of yourself.